Section 7 of Loss of the Sultana by Chester D. Berry. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 7. Hosea C. Aldrich. I enlisted in the service of the United States in August 1862 in Hillsdale County, Michigan, as sergeant in Company G of the 18th Michigan Volunteer Infantry. I was captured at Athens, Alabama, the 24th of September, 1864, and was confined in prison at Cahaba, Alabama, and released from there April 12, 1865, and went to Vicksburg, Mississippi, where I went on board the boiler deck of the steamer Sultana with the other prisoners, like a flock of sheep, until her passengers numbered 2,141 over six times her capacity. She steamed out of Vicksburg April 25th at 1 o'clock a.m., arrived at Helena, Arkansas the 26th about 7 o'clock a.m., and arrived at Memphis, Tennessee the 26th of April at 7 o'clock p.m. Here we stopped for a while, and I went uptown and got some refreshments, and I went back on the boat well-fed but weary. A comrade, J. W. Dunsmore, and I bunked on the floor about midway on the cabin deck, the only place I could find, as the floors of all the decks were completely covered when all of the boys lay down. We left Memphis about one o'clock a.m., April 27th. There was no danger manifested, and more than that it was not in the least anticipated only that the boat was heavily loaded. But in the darkness of that morning, between one and two o'clock, opposite Zagelman, or Tagelman, landing, eight miles above Memphis, suddenly and without warning, the boiler of the steamer exploded. When it happened, I was sound asleep, and the first thing that I knew or heard was a terrible crash. Everything seemed to be falling. The things I had under my head my shoes, and some other articles and specimens that I had gathered up and had them tied up in an old pair of drawers, they all went down through the floor. We scrambled back. The smoke came rushing up through the passage made by the exit of the exploded boiler. The cry from all was, What is the matter? And the reply came, The boat is on fire. It was all confusion. The screams of women and children mingled with the groans of the wounded and dying. Brave men rushed to and fro in the agony of fear, some uttering the most profane language, and others commending their spirits to the great ruler of the universe. The cries of the drowning and the roaring of the flames as they leaped heavenward made the scene most affecting and touching but it was of short duration as the glare that illuminated the sky and made visible the awful despair of the hour soon died away while darkness more intense than ever settled down on the floating hulk and the victims of the disaster i was pushed in the water and started for the bottom of the mississippi but i soon rose to the surface and found a small piece of board and soon had the luck of getting a larger board, which was very lucky for me, as I could not swim. At this time a comrade grabbed me. 
I released his hold by giving him the small board, another comrade had got hold of the middle of the large board. Then there came an end of a ladder in my reach. I grabbed it and pulled it under the board. Another comrade was on the other end of it. That was the craft which we three hung to and managed to keep away from others that were fighting and drowning. We floated along down the river nearly an hour, I think, when my limbs began to cramp. That was the last of which I was conscious until at eight o'clock a.m. We had floated down the river six miles and lodged in the floodwood against an island which was within two miles of Memphis, and here we were picked up by the United States picket boat Pocahontas. They poured whiskey down me, rolled and rubbed me, and finally brought me back to life. I was like the newborn babe, not a raveling of clothing upon me, in a place surrounded by persons whom I had never seen before, but I was happy as a lark to think I was rescued and saved. They placed me on the stretchers and carried me to the Overton Hospital at Memphis, gave me a shirt and drawers, and placed me in a good bunk. The third day, as soon as I was able to get up, they issued a suit of Uncle Sam's blues for me, and I was happy, without as much as a postage stamp, for I thought I might live so as to tell the story to friends at home, and I am glad that I have the opportunity to give this short and hasty sketch. I was discharged from the service of the United States at Jackson, Michigan, July 1865. Note. Now deceased. End of section 7